Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. I'm Paul Torres. I'm Taylor Edmondson. Clay Hoggett. And we are recording. Oh, yeah. And this is Panhandle Fight Talk. <laughs> Paul, you forgot the line. What was it? What was the line? This is Panhandle Fight Talk. I said this is Panhandle yeah, Fight Talk. Yeah, but you stole my line. What's your line? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. And we're recording. You said it first. Yeah, that's my line. You don't need to repeat it. I can do whatever I want. This is America. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's because Paul doesn't remember. Dude, so wait, so go back. Show me, show me the 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 merch that you're picking up. Taylor's got some merch. Yeah. So for uh, anybody out there who's as big a fan of Sugar Sean O'Malley as I am, he has his own merch website. It's called SugarShow.co. Nice. It's flowy, just like he is, and uh, the watermelon sugar tea. It's pretty drippy. It's a uh, pink is that, shirt. Is that watermelon sugar like the song? Yeah. Okay. And I'm okay with that too. But that pink one is sick. I've had my eye on it since his uh, Pedro Munoz fight. Yeah. At the press conference, there was a guy wearing it, and I had to go find it, and I did. But it's going to be mine here in about three to five business days. Cool. But yeah, I'm going to be pumped about it. And then we were talking, and uh, I kind of need to get in a little better shape, get a little tan going. So that way, it doesn't make my head look even pinker than it already is. Huh. <laughs> I need to get a little darker than the shirt is, just for my personal satisfaction. And then I need to lose a little weight, so that way I don't look like a giant hot air balloon walking around. Fair enough. So that's the goal. We'll see how it plays out. So I'm trying right now. I am trying to go live on Instagram, and I've never done that before. So. Yikes. Oh, dude. So are you there? I think, we're, yeah. I think are you? Are we? Are you? Let's go check in connection. Hey, BT Dub, shout you, out. You are now live. To all the listeners that we had. Um, we had Durant, Oklahoma. Nice. Homie still listening. We had San Angelo, Texas pop up. Shout out Durant. Shout out San One Angelo. out of Hereford. What up, Coach Garza? <laughs> um, <laughs> one in Lubbock. I don't know who you are. I have an idea. Nice. But... Uh, yeah, guys, appreciate y'all tuning in to us. Um, What's up, Clay? A lot of y'all have been listening quite a while. Say, it, say hi to the live feed. There's Yo, no, Clay can wave now. There it is. There's, there's the Clay dude, wave. There's the, wave, the Clay wave. The Clay wave. See, we're videoing now. <laughs> um, there is nobody watching or listening. <laughs> yet. Yet. Yet, that's right. And yeah. there was also no like promotion on if we were going to go live or not. So we're just that's relying true. on. That's true. How many followers does the page have? Uh, let's see. Panhandle Fight Talk. If we go to... If it's sad, you don't have to say it. Oh. Just lie. End now. Okay, hold on. I have to end it. Wait. I can get it from my laptop. Don't end it. Okay. Oh, it ended already. Yikes. But we can share it. Technical difficulties. I'll share it to... Uh, Hey, we have 21 followers. Do we really? Let's go. Colby Doak, my boy Brandon Munoz, Brian Zubiati, Nickius Butler. What up, Nikki? <laughs> what up, Jamie? I know you aren't listening to the podcast, but what up? Five Star Nutrition. I don't know who that is. It's a company in Amarillo. I'm sure Paul knows. I, th I think I know who they are. Yeah. Christian Heredia. Morgan Robinson, uh, United States, United Veterans of America. What up? Uh, Tommy Bad Boy, Devontae Wilson, Michael Simpson, Active Nutrition, Eric Mercado. Oh, yeah, dude. Say, it's a big shout-out to Eric Mercado. He's fighting this weekend. This weekend. He's fighting this weekend. You can watch it on um, – oh, man, what is it? You can find it on uh, UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, yeah. There we fighting. go. So he's a local MMA fighter. Kaora, oh jeez, I don't know. Dang it! I'll have to check. Yeah, find out about that because I want to watch. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. He's he's fighting this weekend. He's gonna tear it up. Jacob, the kid, doing it for Dale Fuller. Cameron Parker, Jalen Ross, Manny Adame. Paul, you follow your own Instagram page? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't support me, if I don't support me, who will? And Saul Rodriguez. Saul. Saul. Saul Rodriguez. Guys, appreciate y'all following. He's a good dude. And uh, yeah, 
pop into our Instagram live. Um, ask us questions. Call us idiots. Or yep. tell us how incredibly smart we sound. And we'll go from there. But appreciate y'all following and listening to us. So, let's kind of get it started. Last week, we had a banger of a fight night. Dude, okay. I was really excited about this fight night because um, I wasn't expecting much out of it. And we get we definitely got good fights going. Yeah, so all 10 fights ended by a finish. There was no fight that went to decision. They were going out just searching for blood, and it was great. Um, who was, wait, so out of order, who was your favorite fight that night? Who do you think fight of the night was? Fight of the night? Uh, Jamal Hill, Tiago Santos was a good one. Um, the best performance of the night was by far Jeff Neal against Vicente Luque. Yeah, it was. Like, that was yeah. dominance that I hadn't seen. Vicente Luque got knocked out for the first time in his career. Um, Clay, what are you doing? What was that? That's Jamal. Oh, yeah, that Jamal, Jamal Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. That was Jamal Hill dude, at the dude. end of the round. Okay, first of all, Jamal Hill. I love that dude. Did you see his post on his Instagram feed after uh, after the fight? I did not. So it was the like next day, but he came in, and it was that, like, he walks in the door, and they're like, what happened to your eye? And he, like, shows it, and it's all puffy, and <laughs> his roommate's like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> like, it was good. I, he has such a good sense of humor about himself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I love me some Jamal Hill. I think the like highlight of the night was Brian Battle's head kick. Yeah. Nasty head that, kick. That thing was solid. Set him up and landed flush. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, top to bottom, it was phenomenal fights. Uh, we had Sam Alvey, who got knocked out, <laughs> lost 10 in a row, then got cut. Dude. The next day. <laughs> Dude. He needed to. That guy is trash. It makes mm. it takes special talent to be able to lose 10 in to a row. Keep, to keep <laughs> fighting and losing like that. Like, that was embarrassing. Oh, man. What was your highlight, Clay? I'm a big Terrence McKinney guy right now. Luke doesn't get finished. So, it'd probably be uh, Neil, right? Jeff Neil? Yeah. Yeah. Hands of Steel. We need to find a good angle for this. Hmm. Okay, here comes the squirrel break. Y'all ready? We're going to figure this out. Oh, yeah. We'll just wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're boxing at the table right now, if you can't see. You can set it, like, in the foam. But is that going to be – I don't think that's going to be far back enough to, like, get all of us. <laughs> Lean it forward, maybe. I don't have to be in it. But I want everybody in <laughs> it. needs to be, like, way back. All right, uh, let's take a quick poll. Out of the three of us sitting here, which one went to film school? I did. I went to film school. All right, did you get it figured out? Um, I'm on it now. I can give you one of those every now and then. Okay, You're good. Cool. I'm just monitoring it in case one other person. We've got... Uh, oh, we can't see the comments on it then. Zubiati. What up, Zoobs? Showed up and gave us a like. My guy. <laughs> Brian Zubiati, future engineer. So, what's up, dude? Shout out. Say hi. What up, dog? Um, Minyana. So, yeah. Uh, wait, so who's it retired, you said? Oh, yeah. And breaking news last night, Uriah Hall retired. Dude. So, yeah, he got beat and hanging it up. He's done. You think he's done done? Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He, no mas. Yeah. Uriah Hall's done, though. No Bellator. No Bellator. No, no Bellator. No PFL. So? No nothing. Maybe Eagle FC here in three years when he realizes he misses it. But that's about it that I can see coming from him. So it was kind of a sad day. I haven't heard much about Connor yet either. Like, is Connor, has he said anything else about retiring? I don't think he's done. No, he, he hasn't. I'm pretty sure he just did that to get his name back out there and get a buzz going about him again. Yeah. Because he saw where, where it was straying. Yeah. I could see that. I miss Connor. We need him back. I don't. So that's interesting to talk about there. Yeah. So, like, I know we've talked about it. One of uh, my buddies at work, we've talked about this tremendously. The three fights we could see Connor having, we'd like to see, is Nate Diaz. Yes. He's booked. Yes. Um, well, Nate's going to get trashed by Makachev. So. That's his last fight, and he's done. Yeah. Chimaev. 
Yeah. What I say? Hamzat Shemaev. Dang it. <laughs> I always say Makachev. Be better. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Can you still say Khabib Nurmagomedov? Nurmagomedov? There you go. Yeah. Get beasted. Attaboy. <laughs> hey, practice makes perfect, homie. I'm, yeah. I'm supporting you. Yeah. Um, Don't get mad. Dang it. I lost my train of thought. Oh, that's okay. But anyways, Ferguson, Diaz, and... Diaz is done. Oh, Michael Chandler. Yeah. Those three guys yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been awesome to see Connor fight. Yeah. And Chandler's booked with Poirier. <laughs> Ferguson needs to hang it up. <laughs> Diaz is booked with <laughs> Diaz Hamzat. Is booked with Hamzat. <laughs> and uh, Ferguson's Ferguson needs- still trying to find a fight camp. God. Ferguson, uh, he went to John uh, Jackson Wink. Oh, did, did he? He? Yeah. he? He finally did that? Tell me Ferguson, Dan Hooker. Ferguson Hooker, <laughs> I still see Ferguson getting rocked. Man. I see, I see Ferguson being Hooker. He's probably still got his bu- his ears buzzing from that kick by Michael Chandler. That sucker was mean. Yeah, it was nasty. That was so mean. I wonder how long a medical suspension is for getting knocked out like that. Uh, I think it's a month. Like I truly do. I not bet you know. got six months. You think six months? Yeah. I know Gaethje was talking about why he would tap before getting choked out because if like if you get choked out, then you have to take a longer medical leave but he doesn't fight often no no <laughs> but he was talking about back in his heyday like back before he got uh, into that uh yeah that fight camp that he was in with rose and kamaru uzman oh and uh, dude kamaru's brother winning that fight yeah so to- Ma- <clears throat> total feel-good story yeah um talk us through that feel-good story because i learned of that like that night i did too the, that he had lost his he yeah, lost, lost a child his kid he had lost a child. He was just, and that's what, that's what made him decide to like turn his life around and start fighting. Cause I guess he was into like gang stuff or something like that. Like he was, he was into some. Yeah. And he was a collegiate football hood, player. Hood too. tendencies. Yeah. But, he had, but he had some hood tendencies and then he lost a child. He started like really taking his, uh, taking his life serious. And then he started fighting and then. Yeah, then he got on the Ultimate Fighter, had a feel-good story, garnered some fans, made it to the final, won his fight. And he had a Derek Lewis-style fight, too. Yeah, I mean, he's a he brawler. was getting beat and then just he, dropped a left bomb that... Was it a left or a right? I it was, it was a, a left hook. It was a hook. I know it was a hook. Left yeah. hook. It was a left hook. Okay. But, yeah, he's a brawler. Like, he's a good dude. He's a brawler. He knocks the dude out. Uh, hit him clean in the face, too. Caught him coming forward, so it just multiplied the power of the punch and put him out. Good for him. Yeah. No, it was great for him. Um, the women's side of things was the most lackluster fight out of them all. Yeah. All night, I think. Yeah. Um, all in all, it was a great card, though. Um, moving forward, we had an interesting discussion that night about Terrence McKinney and who he could fight next. Yeah. It's Patty. I want Patty. You want Patty the Batty? Yeah. Paddy should fight Bobby Green or Terrence. Yeah. What about Jalen Turner for Terrence McKinney? What do you think I about that? I forgot Turner's 150. He's 6'3". Yeah. <laughs> Turner's a big guy. He's long I and lanky. I think Turner should fight somebody ranked. I think it's time. Move up. He just beat Riddell. Yeah. Bad. So he should fight maybe a... Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. Turner against Saryukian. That wouldn't be a bad one. Um, Dan Hooker's no longer in lightweight. I like the uh, Jalen Turner, Rafael Dos Anjos. Rafael Dos Anjos? Yeah. Rafael. 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 Love that dude. No, that would be interesting. But I would love to see a Patty the Batty against Terrence McKinney. I think that would be a really good fight. They both showed similar styles yeah. in the fights I've seen. So I, I really think it'd don't be know. a good matchup. What's Patty's background? Fighting. It's just fighting, right? Because <laughs> like, he's good on the ground. Like, he's good enough on the ground to get up. He's he's he's, be- he's better on the ground. Is yeah. he? Yeah. He looks it. Like and he, he drops bombs too. Yeah. Like that's the thing is he drops bombs. He talks about knocking people out. Then they take him down and they're not safe there. Yeah. He's dangerous still. Have you seen them throw he throw he got two wins flying triangles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see. One. I saw one of them. I can't remember who it was against. I saw one of them. He's tricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like he's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because you think the, the the British brawler. Like you know, you see some dude from England come in. You're like, oh, he's going to be a brawler. He's a boxer. And then Patty comes in and they take him to the ground. It's like, oh shit, he can move. Yeah, really like, good at jujitsu. Yeah, this dude can work. And so he puts the work in and then stands him back up and starts feasting on him. 
It's great. Yeah, and other news, too. We had uh, Molly McGann get signed on to UFC 281 at MSG. So that's signs that Patty the Batty is going to be getting a fight at MSG, too, because they are tight. They travel together. They fight on the same cards. Yeah. So we could be seeing a Terrence McKinney, Patty the Batty at Madison Square Garden or Bobby Green there. Either one of those That'd I'm excited for. Yeah, they'd be yeah. good fights. For sure. Um what other things do y'all have from that card? Any other takeaways other than Jamal Hill looking like a dude? Yeah, so he was Tiago yeah, Santos. I mean, he hung in there. He Tiago Santos came in with some big old muscles, filled him up with blood, and by the third round, you know, Jamal was just able to piece him up, was able to get get the job done. And uh I mean that was that was really just Tiago needed to get the work done before the th- end of the third round, and because he couldn't, and Jamal fought a smart game, he gassed. And it wasn't super obvious, but I think it's because Jamal was not willing to let him continue to gas because he was taking some day. He was taking some shots, and mm-hmm. nobody you want to get out of there as soon as possible. So as soon as he had the advantage, Jamal jumped on it and just melted him. Yeah. And Jamal Hill jumped up to number six in the rankings with that win. Nice. So ahead of him is Glover Teixeira, Jan Blahovitz, uh, Magomed Anklive, Alexander Rochich, and Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is going to be out for a long time with that broken ankle. Yeah. So I'm thinking the next fight for Jamal Hill could potentially be a Magomed Anklive. You think? I think so. And okay. I think it would be a good matchup. Yeah. I mean, Jamal Hill's now entered that upper tier in the light heavyweight. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does and goes with it from there. He's just a big guy that can pace himself and he can drop bombs. Like He's good for him. Highly intelligent. Yeah. Picks He's his shots yeah. really well. Yeah. He doesn't throw wild stuff either, which is nice. No, he doesn't. Man, and I've got microphone envy, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, mic, your mic sounds so deep. Like You need to talk more. You've got the good mic, man. Is it the mic or is it just Clay? Maybe it's Clay. You got that yeah. sexy deep voice. He's got that radio voice. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that Barry White. There we go. He's got that Barry White. Yep. For sure. For sure. I think uh, Hill. It's Hill and Jan. You think Did you? So? See? Yeah. I think they're trying to make a Glover and Jerry too. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so too. Uh, Jan. He spoke out about that this morning, talking trash about. I just don't think he deserves it. All right, we're we're gonna end the live feed. Yeah, it's just me. Yep. <laughs> I was just monitoring. I was just monitoring it in case well, if we had any you know, comments pop up. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah, we're, we're getting hey, there. Hey, you know we we. Hey, we have twenty one followers, twenty two followers. Tortoise in the hair, man. Let's go. Yeah. All right, we'll share this by saying, "What are we gonna say? Come watch us." Every Thursday. Live and we will. Dude, Sergey Spivak. He looks yeah, good. that dude looks like a real. He looks real. He he needs to fight somebody high in the rankings now. Let's see. Where did he move up to? I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay, here it is. Okay, uh, for, so Sergey Spivak is up to number 12 in the rankings now. For Eric Mercado, it is uh, Fury Fighting 67 live at UFC Fight Pass. Oh, he's in with Fury. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, dude, look at this from his last fight. He's got his the dreads and the blood all over his dude, face. Dude, that's what's up. Yeah. Go if you're Eric, listening. We will be watching. Yes. Go go check out his Instagram page at Chicho under slash whatever that underscore. is. Underscore. Underscore BJJ. Yeah, go check him out. Chicho C H E E C H O underscore BJJ. Uh he teaches actually. He teaches uh jujitsu here in Canyon, uh at the grind over in the square. Mm-hmm. And then he also but uh Austin Riggan and um uh, John, God, what's his last name? John King. They uh, they're kickboxing instructors, but they also compete kickboxing. They're pro kickboxers, and they've been they've been training him uh, as well. So his kickboxing game's getting a lot better. His jujitsu's filthy. Yeah, like his jujitsu is so good. Uh, but his kickboxing, his stand up game's getting a lot better too. So awesome. Yeah, 
Awesome. It's a lot of fun watching him. And it's a lot more fun because, like, I've met, like, we're, we're cool. Like, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't call him my, like, my best, best friend. But, like, if I see him around Amarillo, so I'll be like, dude, what's up? How you yeah, doing, Eric? But you know him and he knows you back. Like, exactly. he recognizes yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, too. definitely. Like, I'll see him working out some places and I'll be like, dude, like, he's getting after it. Like, it makes me feel excited. And then when I get to watch him fight, I'm like, fuck yeah. It's <laughs> there so we go. Cool. It's so much fun. There we go. But, yeah. So, yeah. so Clay was talking about Sergey Spivak there. And I could see that against a uh, Rosenstruck. I think that'd be a good matchup for him, more so than Chris Dacus or Tabira has a fight coming up. I think Rosenstruck would be a really good matchup for him. Hmm. Heavyweights, heavyweights kind of stale, and it? it is right now unless Tai Tuivasa shocks the world yeah. and knocks out Cyril Gon at Tom, UFC Paris. Tom Aspinall broke his leg. He's probably out for a year. I kind of blame Cyril Gon for that, though, because like when you have a champion and you want them like constantly defending the title. Well, nobody's going to beat Gon, I don't think. You don't think? I think Gon is going to destroy Ty. Yeah, huh. I do, too. I think it's going to be UFC well, ta- 265 all over again. I'm talking about Francis Ngannou, though. Like you have, I mean, he's he hasn't fought. Technically, he tore his MCL. Right, yeah. but but he didn't get beat. Is what I'm saying. Like you want to see the champion get beat. Yeah. To to hand it over, and because first he didn't really fight that much as a champion, he kind of started slowing down a little because he was trying. It, it looked. It seemed like he was trying to negotiate a better contract. Yeah. So he has. Uh, Ngannou has one title defense, and it was against Earl Gone. Um and he went into that fight with a blown out knee. So we haven't seen Ngannou since then. He's supposed to be medically cleared in December, but we'll see Dang. how he goes from there. I don't 100% believe the blown out knee story, though. Like, I do. It, it's definitely Watching there. Watching the fight? Yeah, it's, I do. It's definitely there, but it's one of those things where, like, plenty of, like, every fighter fights hurt. I've heard so many fighters say, like, every nobody fights 100%, everybody fights hurt. Yeah. And so the fact that he's, like, leaning on this to, like, Give it, give him credibility to not fight and still remain the champion and and maintain his clout. I I love Francis Ngannou as a person, but as his strategy, his his fight strategy, and as a fan, I don't get to watch him fight that much. It seems like he's just kind of trying to stretch it out. But does he have clout because he's kind of forgotten and forgettable because he doesn't fight that much? Yeah, like, I mean, he should be rocking people left and right. He's got sometimes the I forget that Ngannou's the heavyweight champ. Like I forget yeah. about that entire weight class. That's what I'm a saying. A lot of times, and that's why the weight class is being forgotten because their champion's not very active. Well, that weight class isn't very active either. I mean, you have Stipe Miocic, who's number two in the rankings and hasn't fought since he lost to Ngannou. Now Stipe's been in it forever, but. Stipe's yeah. a bad dude, and he hasn't fought they in want, forever. He's waiting on Crackhead to come. John come Jones? Terms. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be at like the end of the year if that's made. I really hope so. Yeah, big guys move slow, I guess. That's just <laughs> heavy, they're heavyweights. Big guys move slow. I don't know how else to talk about John it. John Jones can steer up the division. He could, but I don't think he's going to. I think John Jones is looking for a paycheck now. What's like, say, is that your brain or heart speaking? That's my – that? Well, he just – I don't – I don't see him staying hungry. I think he wants to prove him. I think he wants to prove to all the fans that he's still like the haters that he's still got it, but we're still going to hate him because we didn't not like him because he couldn't fight. We don't like him because of the person he is outside of the ring. And I think yeah. once he realizes that in the ring that like, dude, you can have success in the ring. We're still going to fucking hate you because you got coked up and hit your wife. Um, I think then he's going to kind of um, start to take a step back. Do you think Jones versus Stipe would sell well? A hundred percent. Yeah, I think it would. He's, Jones he's is still a, a draw. John Jones is still a draw. He's just not going to get love. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the same. He's going to have a draw. Yeah. Not like McGregor necessarily. The drama is going to make him more of a draw. He's up there with Diaz, if people not are, higher than a Diaz. People are going to show up more because they want to get him to get his ass kicked and watch him get yeah. beat. Like they, the public now wants even more. Like it's just social conscious. You want, you want justice to be done. And when it's public that he got coked up and hit his wife, it's like, you know, people are there for it. They want to see him get punished. Should he turn heel? <laughs> he doesn't. Have, he is like he. He. That's the rare thing that he's found himself in. Is he's heel is a character. He's not playing a character. And if he's not careful, it's gonna. 
hundred percent ruin his life because he's not, he can't, he has, he doesn't have that justification in his head. Oh, it's just a character I'm playing. It's like, no dude, these people legitimately hate you. Like there's people that legitimately don't like you. It doesn't matter how much you win because you did the thing. Jackson Wink kicked him out of the gym. I don't know where he's. Yeah, from. yeah. I think he's training with Henry Cejudo, and Cejudo might wow. return. How fitting! And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and Henry Cejudo, you can stop calling out Volk because he doesn't want that smoke, and he doesn't belong within ten feet of that octagon with Volk in it. No. He's wanting a shot. Just Has, immediately come back and get a shot, title shot at one forty-five, and he should fight somebody high up at bantamweight or flyweight. Like he can get, he can get a title shot flyweight. After Moreno Figueredo. You think so? You think he can get back down to 125? It's up to him. Because he's I mean. an old dude and he's a big dude right He's now. not too, too old, though. Who is? Sohudo. He's 35. Not too, too old. Yeah. If he really wants it, he could do it. But he's a champ. Like, yeah. he, like he's legit. Two title belt holder, too, which yeah. can't be taken lightly. Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Like, he's legit. So we'll see. Just I, mean, coin. Yeah. I don't think he can get into the Bantamweight. I think Bantamweight's too stacked um, right now. I really do from top to bottom. I think that entire weight class is one of the most intriguing weight class, one of the most intriguing oh, with yeah. lightweight. And I think Bantamweight is the most stacked from top to bottom. Yeah, absolutely. In the UFC. Like that, dude, it's killers. Bantamweight, so, Bantamweight has killers. Henry being able to jump back in to a top five fight in Bantamweight, I feel like disrespects that entire weight class, which is what UFC has the best of. Umar and Saeed are going to rise in that weight class. Chill. They are. Chill. They're back. They're coming. Nope. No, they're not. The bad boys. Nope. We're hiding. (laughs) We're hiding from them. The Nurmagomedovs don't exist. Umar versus Sean would be a good fight. I think Umar would take it. I don't think it'd be a good fight. I think Umar would dominate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Umar's a bulldog. Like, I would love to see what his fight weight is, fight day weight that he comes in at. He's a little short. He's short, but that dude is massive. He's he is massive. Like, he's bigger than Peter Yawn in the ring. And Peter Yawn is short and bulldoggy. The real question is who's gonna take the who's gonna take the title from Aljo? TJ Dillashaw. You think? I want Aljo. UFC to win. I don't like TJ. Yeah. He's I don't like cheat. TJ either. He's a cheat. T- TJ's, yeah. I just, I hate Aljo more than I do TJ. Well, okay, the cheating part, like, uh, I get, but I'm kind of like, uh, Rubin's racing at this point. Like, <laughs> also, like, if he Sugar got caught, but beats Peter Yawn, he's dude, prepping himself for dude, a title shot. That and I'd rather see him against TJ Dillashaw than I would Aljamain Sterling because Aljamain will just lay on him and do nothing for yeah, but, 30 minutes. Bro, I got bad news. What? <laughs> you're going to get your shirt. You're going to put that shit on and watch. You're going to watch Sugar Show get fucking knocked out. <laughs> no, he's not going to get knocked out. <laughs> he is going to get slept. Peter Yon has that the... That is not happening. Peter Yon is going to just put him in handcuffs. Like, he's going to... Do I agree with this big jump? Not at all. Because I'd much rather see Sean prove himself against a Corey Sandhagen yeah. and like Dominic Cruz first. But I think he stands a shot because But the good has- thing about the UFC so the good thing about the UFC is they will let their talent lose and then set them up with a good fight after that. Yeah. Like you can have UFC fighters that don't go away because they lose one fight. Yeah. So Sugar Show ain't going anywhere, but the issue is he needs, him to keep, and <laughs> he needs to keep on that ascent, even if it's a plateau. Yeah. If he loses, he needs to keep on the ascent. It's like we talked about. We he, got Umar Nurmagomedov coming <laughs> I'm so scared I can't even say his name. Got right. him. Like, He's it's coming. in my head. Got He's, him. He lives in my head rent-free right now. He should. Because I'm so scared of it. That dude is scary. Umar is awesome. That guy is scary right now. I love it. I love it. Those kicks are incredible. Yeah. Oh, he, he's like the full package. Yeah. yeah. Top to bottom. It's going to be interesting. Scary. Nobody's going to want to fight him, though, so it'll slow down. Yeah, until they force people to yeah, fight it'll him. T- <laughs> it'll be like two years until he gets a top five. I would enjoy watching Saeed and uh, Umar fight, though. Mm-hmm. I really would. I don't know if they would do that just because if you do it early, it takes away from the appeal. and Both are showing promise. 
to where you kind of want to save that first matchup till they're up higher in the rankings. But I really want to see that fight. If uh, Aldo wins and Peter Young wins, who do you think deserves a title shot? Because they both got fights coming up. Who wins? It depends on who wins between Aljo and TJ. If Aljo beats TJ, then... Aljo gets a title? Aldo gets title shot. Yeah. But if Aldo TJ wins, if TJ wins mm-hmm. and Peter Yon wins, then Peter gets a title shot. Because we've seen Aljo and Peter Yon play out before. And yeah. nobody's asking for a trilogy in that fight. But I, I think that's what it hinges on is who wins between Aljo and TJ. Mirab's a tougher opponent than Sean, though. Way tougher. You think? I don't know. I don't know and about that. Rankings-wise. Ranking-wise, ranking wise, yeah, yeah. But Mirab's been there longer. Yeah, that's why. And so, wait. So, would you put Bantamweight over Featherweight and Welterweight as far as the best division? Oh, 100%. Top to bottom, Bantamweight's way better. I don't know, man. Top to bottom, Bantamweight's way better. I don't know. There's a featherweight. There's a better run for the title. Featherweight's, featherweight's got, locked down from Vol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As far yeah. as being locked down, yes. <laughs> That's what Feather, I'm talking about. Like, featherweight and Banso and welterweight are champion locked. all the way down on competitiveness. Yeah. Bantamweight's there because Volkanovski and Kamara Usman, dude. I haven't seen anybody that looks dangerous to them. Like I do. they who Hamzat Shemaev looks <laughs> very dangerous. Okay. Why? Well, That's a good fight, though. You that must, is a great fight. You must yeah. admit, I can't wait for it. Uh, it, but is it, it's not coming anytime soon. And my boy Leon. <laughs> and next, um, okay, maybe, swipe, swipe. Yeah, no. Nah, maybe the welterweight class. What does the kid say? What does the kid say? That's cap. That's cap, bro. <laughs> that's so. That's all cap. Yeah. Or as the kid says, it's a great time to change subject. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great way to end that conversation. No. So okay, but here's the thing. Hamzat is number three. He fights uh, Nate Diaz. He wins. But does that give him the right to take on Kamaru? I think so. No, I think he needs to fight Colby first. I would like to see that, but Colby's ducking him. Yeah, that's true. So, so if Colby ducks him, then yeah, Kamaru's yeah, the man. Kamaru. Colby then, needs to get some like quick. He's he's thirty-five. Need, yeah, he needs to win something. He needs yeah. he needs to hurry up because he'll digress. Yeah. All right, let's jump down a rabbit hole here. Hamzat okay. beats Kamaru. Kamaru retires because uh-huh. his knees are shot. Okay. Colby then gets title shot, or does he have to fight first? That's so long in the future. There could be another guy rising up like that one. Hold on, give me. I don't think it's that far in the future. I really don't. I think it's because Kamaru fights too. next week. I th- I think I think Burns gets a rematch before Colby. If Burns way more active, yeah, Burns yeah. wants to fight Jorge right now. Yeah, oh, oh let's go, it. dude. Burns Screw is gonna George. destroy him. Screw Burns, would, yeah, Burns would. <laughs> Dude. Dominate him. Watch out for Shafkat, though. That guy's a killer. This what, guy. What's his? Uh, yeah. Let me see. What's yeah. his? Uh, what's his pedigree? Is he Korean? Um, is he a kickboxer? Some is he country. Jiu-jitsu? <laughs> I can't. Hold on. He's a slugger. He's legit, though. I haven't even yeah. seen him. Who is this guy? Where is he coming yeah, he's from? He's up and coming. I just got blindsided by this guy. Uh, him and. Uh, Bilal's rising up, sadly. I don't like Bilal. I don't either. Not but after that weak scary. performance that he put on against Leon Edwards where he got his tail whipped for three rounds. and then He got, he got poked pretty hard. That was a good poke. Like that, <laughs> in terms of like eye pokes, that's top three. Okay, yeah. also, so it's below Stipe's eye poke on DC. Yeah. That's not a poke. But. That's a jab. That's an eye jab. You got a fork. Is it higher than Trigger Sean's on Pedro Munoz? What was it? Is it higher than Trigger Sean <sighs> on Pedro Sean, Munoz? That was uh, that was just that was unfortunate. Yeah, there was no like ooh because yeah. it didn't look bad. It was bad. Yeah, yeah, but it just didn't look bad. Gotcha. But like the eye poke for Bilal, <laughs> and then Bilal like is bawling around <laughs> yeah. the room. around <laughs> after that eye poke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who's he fighting next? Bilal is fighting... Uh, is it Sean Brady? Yeah. Um, I think he can beat Sean Brady, though. Sean Brady's strong, though. Jiu-Jitsu yeah. guy. He is. And Bilal's last win was against Wonderboy, where he just... No, it was uh, Vicente Luque. It was? Yeah. He beat Luque? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I missed that one. Uh, Yeah, you won all five rounds, I think. Nice. If I remember 
correctly. Okay. He did good. Okay. I don't I'll like him, him though. I hope he loses. Yeah. But he's good. Mm-hmm. It's just weird seeing Bala in the top five. Because you know Kamaru would... I do enjoy <laughs> Bilal Muhammad as an analyst, though. When he reads behind the scenes, I, seen enough. I enjoy him in that role yeah. a lot. Same way with Anthony Smith. Uh, I don't like Anthony Smith. What? <laughs> Why don't you like Anthony Smith? Lionheart. Okay, but that's... <laughs> that's dude, the, uh. Here's... Okay. The first thing, look, I'm a big Glover, Texura guy. Texera. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you yeah. like him, you should learn to say his name right. True. Okay. But, um, <laughs> he he did his analyst thing. He was like on the Jerry and Glover fight. Uh-huh. He was like they fought terribly, not championship. And he can't. He can't. He only fights prospects. Good. Who but does? Like, Anthony Smith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like him as a fighter. I like Real him deal? as an analyst and a person. Like Ankalev, you know, just mauled him. Huh. Okay. Great checks by Ankalev. Ankalev is he can beat champ yeah. again, but. I don't like Anthony Smith. You don't like Anthony Smith. I like Dominic Cruz as an analyst, though. I do like Dominic Cruz as an analyst. I like him as a ringside commentator. So Bisping and Dominic Cruz. I don't like Bisping. They don't like it. Bisping and Dominic don't like each other, which I like. (laughs) But whenever they like, if you put them together, it's fun. Broadcast. Yeah, Um, Vera Cruz is very exciting for this Saturday, and we have that this week. Yeah, and. I do like uh, back to the commentators. I do like Rogan. Um, Rogan's just—it's like a iconic thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. But but when, he, when Rogan and Bisping, I like them together because Bisping will not be like he'll say something wrong and Rogan will correct him, or he'll get or Bisping will get his feelings hurt because Rogan corrected him and he'll go back on something and they'll start <laughs> arguing. And I like that because at the end of the day, Rogan knows how to play the I've got a mic game better than Bisping and I like hearing Bisping get his feelings hurt on that on live television <laughs> it's hilarious to me and the other thing is Bisping's not dumb like he's going to give you a decent perspective yeah. of what's going on I like in the fight Bisping. I like him okay it's just bad if it goes over to his right side because he can't see it that's that's just a cheap shot why would you do that Taylor he has come a on, TV man. above himself man <laughs> come on man um that's do you think the shot. commentators watch the TV more than because the cage you know that close. I think it goes back and forth. I think yeah. it depends on where they are. Like, yeah. if they're right in front of them, they're staring up at it. And if they're I on the other side. I think it depends on the person, too. You think so? I think if, like, you see Francis on there. Yeah. You know. You're watching yeah. Francis yeah. in the ring. You want to watch yeah. it you're, live. Look at that. But if it's, like, the girl fights, you're like, oh, well, I'll get on my phone and then watch this as well. I'm pretty sure I heard Joe Rogan like, yeah, I do a, a fake snore with Rose Namajunas. Really, <laughs> Carlos Parza's fight, dude. That was like he was the... slandering that fight like no other. It was terrible. Nothing it was happened. Hilarious. Nothing happened. The entire that was a fight. championship fight. That was a five round championship fight where literally nothing happened. I thought we had seen the worst of that when uh, Izzy took on Romero. Romero. I thought that was the worst. No, nothing happening fight, and then Rose just knocked that out of the water. Like, <laughs> and it was all her too. Like it was her. Yeah. In other news, I just watched Ace kind of sniff at an electric outlet. Oh, nice. And his whisker got stuck, and I don't know if it shocked him or not. It shouldn't have, but he, like, <laughs> jumped out of it real quick. It probably just got caught, and then yeah. when it pulled away, it pulled the hair. Just a little uh, side note. That was hilarious. <laughs> so Ace is Taylor's dog, just yeah. so people don't think we have a friend over here sticking his mustache into outlets, and we're just laughing at him. Jacob, come on with that dirty stash, that nasty stash. Uh. Oh, oh man. So, uh, upcoming. What are the upcoming fights? What's, yeah, the, what's Dominic Cruz and Cheeto Vera. All right. That's pretty much the only one that's of note on yeah. this fight night. Should but it's going to be good. I love Cheeto Vera. Should be on the pay-per-view. Yeah. And this one, I think it's 50-50. Yeah. Cheeto's violent, man. He yeah. is. Last fight. His last fight? Ooh. That He's front kick on Frankie. Ooh. Have you seen Ooh. that David Grant? Just God. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, yeah. Go back and watch like some of Cheeto Vera's fights on uh, Fight Pass. But yeah. Yeah. All of them but one. Uh, Sugar, he... Uh, he, he did not. What happened? He kicked Sugar Sean's leg. He kicked, and injured he his broke leg. Broke it. Yes. He kicked it like those Taekwondo. Sugar Sean broke his foot. Uh huh. <laughs> broke. Sugar Sean broke no. his own foot. Yeah. Sugar Sean grabbed his foot. Cheeto Vera had nothing to do with it. Uh huh. I think. And then the Cheeto biggest, Vera cheap shotted him. The biggest fight Sean can have is against Cheeto. I want that. I want that redemption. I want the redemption. I on just it. think he'll break his other leg. <laughs> yeah, I think Cheeto's just too scary for him. <laughs> Yeah. I question Sean's 
delicious. I sneezed on your dog. Sean's a, a, I turned and sneezed directly on your dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't come over here. I don't want snot on me. I turned my head so far away from you guys to try and not blast you with that sneeze. Yeah. And I like open my eyes as I'm about to sneeze. And your dog's just sitting there staring two inches from my face like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so selfishly, I've... Uh, been rooting against Cheeto Bear ever since. Sugar Sean lost. Against yeah, him. yeah. How's that worked out for you? Yeah, he lost Gonzalo. Yeah, he did, and I was happy. But like, uh, he's still in the glow up though. And Cheeto Bear is scary. The yeah. Frankie Edgar so Frank scary. Kid. And uh, he's kind of a slow starter. He like downloads you. He's not like slow to punch. He's not gun shy ever. But he just. It he takes let, him a little he bit. Lets you, he lets you get, well, but that's, I've, a lot of There's champions like do that. that. Yeah. They yeah. let you mm-hmm. get warmed up and gets your timing down and gets the space and make sure he's very, very comfortable <laughs> and comes out in that second round. Yeah. Notably, the problem. people's chance Oliveira does the same thing. He just attacks in the first round. Um, no, Oliveira just, I think he puts you in like a panic state. Yeah. Like Justin, he, he was in like full kill mode, but he didn't know what to do. Yeah, but you I mean, that's you think what, he's going to be able to panic. Um, Islam um, Makachev. I think Char- the the key for Charles is elbows, knees, and spacing. I think that the bully is going to get bullied. I think that Islam Makachev is patient enough to let him do all that shit, and he's going to sit there because he's and and he's going to see it. There's a podcast RCDC where Islam Makachev is talking about like Charles, and it's who's just, the host on it. DC and RC. Who's RC? Uh, Clark. Former, yeah, Ryan Clark. He's a former Ryan safety. Clark. Get out of here. That show has nothing to me now. Anyways. Um, so guy. anyways, before <laughs> I was who? rudely sidetracked and interrupted by the co-host Taylor Edmondson. Um, howdy, howdy, howdy. I think that uh, he showed a lot of his, uh, how little he's worried about Charles Oliveira. Who has he fought in the UFC though? But that's just it. He's he has you keep going back. Been successful in more presti- not as much notoriety, but more prestigious leagues than the UFC, and they know this. I don't say. What's interesting think- about Charles? He's been in the UFC since twenty twenty one. Yeah. So he he's how many UFC fights does he have? Oliveira. Yeah. Oh, dude, Oliveira has a Wait, you said 2021? Since no, 2011. Since he was 20. Since yeah. he was 20. Okay, I was about to say, uh, <laughs> negative. <laughs> he's had a lot of fights in the UFC. He's a... He's had an entire career and then had a and comeback. Yeah. yeah, had a comeback in a championship career on top of that. Yeah, exactly. He's he's He has the most submissions. Most submissions. He probably have... He's By the end of his career, knockouts. he'll have the most finishes in UFC, you yeah. think? Yeah. If not already. I don't know. The... Do you think? Do you think he's fighting? You think he'll fight? What are the odds? You think that he pulls out of the fight? Something happens. Mm. He's fighting enough. Islam Makachev in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, but he, he has is to a sign lamb that. to slaughter. He has to sign that. Did you know UFC two eight three is in Rio? Yeah, it's in Brazil, which is interesting. Yeah, it because was like this fight was originally supposed to happen in Brazil, yeah. and then I think the Dagestani said no because they're scared. <sighs> It's not a scared thing. I think. I think both if there was a Dagestani in the room, you'd be saying something different. Obviously, <laughs> I would look Charles Oliveira in his face and be like, but you're, had- a, "You're an amazing fighter. I'm going to be a big fan of you when you're uh, the second highest fighter in your division." <laughs> I'm just saying, if I had Oliveira behind my bike, I would say it. I'd let him fight for me. Um, oh, I'd want to be his friend. I would. I would be very respectful of him. I would say nice <laughs> things about all of his family. Um, but if he flat out asked me, "Who do you think is the best fighter in my division?" I'd be like, "Not you, bro." Yikes! You are the second best. But that's that's the fight of the year, hundred um, percent. Yeah. There's there's nothing else that you want, like Jones and Stipe now. <laughs> I mean, it's Charles and Islam, Michael yeah. Chandler, Michael Chandler, um, Conor McGregor. I don't would be, I, you know, this is going to be Oliver's 30th UFC fight. Oh gosh. Wow. 30th. Yeah. Yeah. He's no stranger. And still champion. Here's why Michael Chandler and, and Conor McGregor would be a bigger fight than this one. Well, it's Conor McGregor. It's Conor McGregor. Yeah. And Michael Chandler 
is like Mr. American. Like he's <laughs> coming America. in, he's captain, in, he's coming in as Captain America. What frame are you saying bigger fight though? Is draw, this like, like the draw, like as far as sales go? Like yeah, public perception, like sales public go? perception sales. Gotcha. That's all I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not talking about oh, any Connor fight is gonna sell, yeah, way more than yeah. anything else, yeah. So Chandler needs to, and 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 because their their personalities match for a for a good rivalry matchup. You've got Michael Chandler, who's Mister like believe in yourself, do the right thing, do backflips after you win, stay humble in defeat. <laughs> and then you've got Conor McGregor, who's like fuck everybody, burn the whole thing down. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, so it's gonna be a yeah. bloodbath. It'll be great. And they're both old enough to where we might see both of them break their legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like Sam was thirty six. Um, how old's I, How old's Connor? He's got to be like thirty three, thirty four at this point. Yeah, I mean they're in their thirties. Yeah. Um, the thing I don't like about Connor fights is, you know, they'll do the they'll reveal it months after, uh-huh. and that's all you see. They'll reveal what months after? Like the fight months before. Oh, before, excuse me. And then, the, like, you'll see commercials. I just see too much of it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's part of it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not, because you're an actual fan, it doesn't make sense to you. Yeah, I know. They're but. trying to reach <laughs> They're trying to reach the people that never watch the UFC. Because they're like, this is the one person people will show up for. Is, and he's marketable. Yeah, and they're gonna and they're gonna do as many marketable. they're gonna make as they're gonna do as many press conference shows as they can because he's gonna say something like he's gonna say something that they're gonna get that sound bite they're gonna put that sound bite up and it's gonna go viral and that's gonna help promote it as well. Yeah. So they they know how to market Connor and I don't think Connor's going anywhere. I think if he tries to stop fighting, they're gonna offer him more money. They're gonna be like, look, dude, you just gotta come back. You gotta do one more fight, one more fight. Dude, they could pay him a hundred million and like honestly. I don't know how much he made for his fights, but from what I've seen, it's like twenty million. Yeah, he's worth more than that for the UFC. He's he is he is he the, is the biggest. <laughs> yeah, he is the UFC. He's the biggest star in the UFC so far. Um, yeah. So we'll see. You know, he he. I didn't like him for a long time, and then I did like him, and he just he's a one of a kind. Uh, draw, yeah. And the, but the the other thing is, after he goes, they'll they'll promote another. Yeah. Um, and it's know. not necessarily the UFC promoting him though, but McGregor promotes himself so much better than anybody else has ever done it. Yeah, but what he's done, he's he's built the framework so other fighters can see what he's accomplished and been like, oh, I could be a champion or I could be an icon. Connor did it this way. Let's uh, let's figure this out, you know. And so, I think because he's shown what's possible. If you have like a giant persona, then that's just that's going to inspire a lot of younger fighters to try to to not to not sleep on the fact that you could make a lot more money as a persona. Because at the end of the day, these guys are trying to make money. First, they want the championship, but then once they realize that, they just they want the persona, and. They want the, I mean, they want the money. They want the prestige. If you build your persona, I mean, you're, you're already seeing it in younger fighters like Sugar Sean, who, let's face it, Sugar Sean, if he gets a championship, I'd be very impressed. But he is building that framework of how to be an influencer and a UFC fighter. Yeah. And so that's, that's going to, um, I think that's going to catapult another fighter after Connor to be even bigger. Do you think they'll be able to negotiate pay-per-view sales more so than um, just regular straight UFC pay? Yeah, I think they. I because think fighters I think eventually that's where will. The biggest. Yeah, I think fighters eventually is, will. Yeah, is pay-per-view sales. If you make a draw, and if you're a draw, I think that'd event, be great. Like your vault. Yeah, I think like, uh, go that way with it. I think it's uh, if you're a champion, you get pay-per-view sales. I could be wrong. Okay, but I'm pretty sure that happens. Yeah. But, I mean, bring that to the table in contract talks. Yeah. And to your negotiation, say, okay, you may pay me less per fight, but give me this in pay-per-view yeah. percentages and not just champions. Like, if you know, let me promote myself in that. Almost like I think a, a commission-based salesman. I think a lot of these things will change um, because, I mean, just looking at the world today, like we're in a down economy, a lot of these things will change um, 
on a small level now. And then once the economy bounces back, you'll see a giant resurgence of these athletes getting like ridiculous contracts. Yeah. And I mean, people are still spending money on it. One thing I am kind of pumped about the economy being down is they've started doing deals on the pay-per-views. So like since I'm a subscriber, yeah, I get 20% off this next pay-per-view, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that, which I'm kind of excited about in that frame, frame of reference. But as far as fighters pay go, man, I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Um, I do know the fighters that I enjoy watching, mm-hmm. and I hate watching them on a fight night. I like watching them in a pay-per-view event where there's a mega crowd there to help bring the energy and excitement as well. Um Man, pay-per-view fights, though, have been disappointing lately, though. Like, the fight nights are the ones that are giving me the better show. And the pay-per-views, like, one or two of the fights for pay-per-view will be awesome. But then there, there's there's some bullshit in there. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's so hyped. Like, 276, I think, was overhyped. Yeah. In all of our own minds. Maybe. And our Like, own maybe opinions. I'm just getting too like, excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, Could we be. make a spectacle out of pay-per-views. Where fight nights, we go in expecting the worst, and then we're pleasantly surprised. That's true. But, I mean, look at how many knockouts that one had. Like, There's also a different level that's going on. High-level guys can get knocked out, but they're going to get knocked out way less. That's true. Like, high-level guys are going to play it safe a lot more. And yeah. then the guys that are up and coming, and they've got a fight night, dude, they're, they're fighting for their dinner. Yeah, they're so hungry. So you're, you're leaving true. yourself open going for those big shots. Yeah. You're willing to take more risks for the fight night because you want to be on the pay-per-view. Once you're mm-hmm. on the pay-per-view, it's like just they don't want to get embarrassed. Yeah. But that's where uh, But that's where your that's real where Hamza is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, sitting on the cage. And Gilbert Burns. I mean, dude, Gilbert Burns. Oh, Gilbert he, Burns. He's got he, great. He's there to kill. Yeah, he he's got great pay-per-view fights. Yeah, he's got great pay-per-view fights. He's a performer. I really want Gilbert Jorge. Gilbert Jorge, I, I I, I'm there for that. I think I it's a too. great fight. I think Jorge gets annihilated. but I, I think like. it would be great if they could get this done and somehow tie in Hamza and Colby Covington onto the same card. I think that would be a great – Cubby won't fight them. I who, don't think so. Who's a good fight for Street Jesus? Because um, Gilbert Burns is going to work him. Oh. Would you watch Wonder Boy? Yeah, I think that'd I would, be a I would good watch, I'd watch a Wonder Boy fight, and it's I think he might, win, he yeah. might win. It's been a while since Those the first are fight. Yeah. stand-up fighters, too. Like, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy last, needs to fight a kickboxer. Yeah, his yeah. last two losses have come against Gilbert Burns Bilal. and Bilal Muhammad, who yeah, just like, held him down yeah. and did nothing. Like, they employed the Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that would be a good fight. Mm-hmm. I like Jorge Masvidal, uh, Wonder Boy. Also, I mean, looking at the rankings right now, Vicente Luque and Masvidal. I think that would be a good matchup, too. They're eight and nine right now. I think that would be a good one. Okay. Um, Because I like Jorge Masvidal. I like his persona. I like his two-piece in a soda. Like, I like all... uh, I like these films. Huh? (laughs) Let's be real. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, not the Infinity Stones. Those things are ridiculous. The fight to make is if Leon loses to Kamaru, and I say if. When? If. When? It's Leon and Masvidal, which was kind of agreed upon and then got pushed off. But I think that that is a there's fight that a needs to happen. Back yeah. there. There's a good backstory. Yeah. You that can promote would sell. It. Leon You're, would win though. UFC yeah. embedded would be incredible. So, but I think Jorge would need to. But yeah, Jorge would need to take that fight. Like he would have. I think he would have to take that fight. And have that, that as sell. a co-main for McNuggets' return. That'd be good. Like, uh, yeah, they're not be gonna good. because Jorge's gonna Jorge sells a lot, so they they want two different pay per views. That'd be and dumb. they both have a pay per view percentage now. Yeah, so screw they'd that. They'd be taking too much. Screw that. Do one pay per view of non title shot pay per view that's just fun fights. <sighs> that would be fun. I I don't think uh, like the Kobe and Jorge pay per view that could have been better. That fight card was nice, but get some big names on a card that aren't in title talks, and the, let's go at it that way. It's just like title fights shake up the whole division, so it makes you think. But like a, a Kobe Jorge, we knew the outcome. Yeah, we knew Kobe was yeah. going to wrestle him and go to town that way. Now Jorge's in the tough spot, because if he loses again, 
Jorge needs a win. Yeah. He really does need a win. And I can see Jorge being the one that chases like a Paul Brother fight. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see him. I definitely (laughs) could see him chasing one of the Paul Brothers. And and, And probably doing really well against him. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely could see him fighting one of the Paul Brothers. Let's do some fight predictions. Okay. Okay. It's going to be between 278 and this upcoming fight night. Just Cruz and Cheeto Vera. And Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards. Okay. Just see where it is. I mean, Cruz. Uh, Cheeto. Cruz Cheeto. I'm going Cheeto. Yeah. Are you? Hell, yeah. And then. I'm going Dominic Cruz. Okay. It's your fault. Yep. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, the next one, Leon Edwards, Usman. And Kamaru? Usman. Like, Usman. That's, that's a no-brainer. Okay. I'm I will, taking I will Usman, think it'll too. be a better fight yeah. than what you think. I do too. Really? Mm-hmm. You're talking. You're writing this I one off me. like you did Hamza and Gilbert Burns, thinking Hamza was just going to dominate him. I think Leon Edwards is going to do really well in this fight, and I think it's going to be really tight. Yeah, I, I really, really do. Um, and I wouldn't be, I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be absolutely shocked and floored if Leon somehow outpoints him in the fight. If it goes mm. to the decision, if it goes to the decision, I could see Leon taking it. I don't see that happening. I don't, Kamara Usman is way too – he likes being too far in control. I think he's got a count in his head. I think if he felt Leon was getting ahead of him, he would either outpoint him or he would get wild and, and really make sure it didn't go to decision. Yeah. And he's got five rounds to do it, and Leon's shown that his tank can be emptied because Nate emptied it. So I don't see – I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be way better than everyone. Oh, it's going to be a great to fight. Me. Like I'm, I can't um, wait for it. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And the rest of that pay per view. I, I mean, that's Leon a snoozer. It's just, auto fights. Uh, Mirab, I'm a big Aldo guy. I just like Brazilian guys. I don't yeah, know. I mean that's the other one on that card. Aldo, and, uh, Aldo. It was the second one. He definitely got inside his head when Connor took his title. Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. It was a long time ago. It was but <laughs> it. It happened. Yeah. Like, he wasn't a contender after that. He won the title after that. And then he lost to Max. And then he he found Volk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Volk's, yeah. Volk's the real boogie, man. And the other fight that's on 278 that Clay's talking about is Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. That one's just kind of a meh fight for me. Cause I, I, I want to see it really bad. I think Paulo Costa's going to show up and – do some fireworks. I can't stand Paulo Costa. I hope he shows up Costa's on play. funny. I ain't gonna lie. I, I don't like him. <laughs> he goes after it. He gets after it. No, he doesn't. Yes, Dude. He, even even against Izzy, that's one of the reasons why he lost was because he was going Vittori. so hard. Have you seen Vittori? Picasso? Yes, him yeah, and him. Fight. That was an amazing fight. That was the fight we thought we were gonna get with Izzy versus uh, Romero. Yeah. And then Romero shows up. Romero fought a uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I'm not impressed. Didn't Romero fight Costa? Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was, was a great. That fight. was a great fight. Like, yeah, dude, Costa what, brings it. Why don't you like Paulo Costa? I'm not a fan of him. He's entertaining. You might not like him. Like him as a person. I don't like him as a person. He did. And I think he. Punched I think the he's nurse. A, his Instagram's hilarious. <laughs> I think he's a chump in the ring. His like, Instagram is his so fight hilarious. against Adesanya wasn't that great. It was Adesanya piecing him up. The yeah, but he put himself out there. Adesanya does. But he put exactly. <laughs> like he put himself out there. He went after him. Would he? Would you rather have a Costa, Izzy, or a? Cannoneer, Izzy, fight again. Costa, Izzy, but I think it's because Costa's stupid. Yeah, but I I wasn't saying he's smart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying... Like, uh, this may be an entertaining fight You might not like his persona. Both of these fighters are done, they're lame, and I'm over them. Taylor, because you're my friend and I know your personality, I can see why you wouldn't like Paulo Costa's personality, his persona. But as a fight, exactly, he's a buff Ricky Martin. (laughs) Or a fat Ricky Martin, depending on where you find him. Um, But as a fighter, I don't, it's not justified to say he's not not an entertaining fighter, because that dude brings it. Anytime he's on the card, I'm like, all right. I'm over it. I, he has shenanigans for sure. I'm over his yeah. stupid missing weight but crap when he fights. that's been repeated. I'm over him dropping fights last minute, just saying no, and backing out of fights last minute. Like, I'm over him. He's a diva. He's definitely a diva. Yeah. But Screw that guy. When he's in the ring, he's showing <laughs> up. He's throwing bombs. Man, we're going to have this conversation next week. 
All right. We're an hour right now. Okay. And this is going to be like a 20 to 30 minute conversation that we're going to have because I do not like this guy at all. At we're going to go through we're going to go Costa through it. Wins. We're going to go through and watch all of Paul Costa's fights next this week and then we're going to come back and just hammer you with all of his stuff. That's fun. Have you seen Costa Hendrix? <laughs> Costa Hendrix. No, I don't think I have. Dude. Good. Hendrix was so old and Costa was up and coming. Oh, really? Imagine that. Costa's just good fight for Costa <laughs> is whenever everyone, everyone that he fights is old and over the hill. He fought Romero. And Ro- Romero, Romero, is, Romero was old. Nobody, Romero has been always been old. Romero's Romero, been yeah. old for 10 years and he's still like, what is it, number one, number two in the division? Yeah. Have you seen the Whitaker Romero fights? Yes. Romero was like 38. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Throwing bombs, so all right. Well, then moving on. Then since we are at an hour, moving on. What do you? What else you got? Or did you just want to end it because you're getting, you're getting no, ganged up on? I'm just bored at this time. I'm like Leon Edwards in round five of Nate. I'm just bored, bro. If you're in the middle of a UFC <laughs> ring and if you're in the octagon he's and you're good. bored, you're tired. He's that good. No, he's that. Then good. Then why did he get bored and get pieced up? He got hit once. He's. That that fight He's was that almost good. over. If Nate was any kind of professional, he could have finished him right there. But instead of pointing at him, he <laughs> he was like, "Ha ha, got you." It's like you should have hit him again, and you would have won the fight One instead place. of winning the argument. It was a great moment, though. It was a good. I moment. was like, that was actually a win for Nate Diaz. It absolutely yeah. was. And like, because his stock went up. After yeah, that. it gave him validation. Like, dude, yeah. you took a top five guy and. Laid one on him in the fifth round. After getting beat 24 minutes. That's why <laughs> Nate Diaz is beating Hamzat Shemaev. What's that? Say huh? it again. Nate Diaz. No. Is going to beat Hamzat Shemaev? It's, no. Like, it's we the, could put money on it. It's yeah, the closest no. thing to 100 in the fight. It's yeah. 100%. It's the closest thing See, that's what's scary, though. Those are scary. I don't think uh, Hamzat cares about, like, no. uh, you know. Yeah. The, He's so hungry. Yeah. He's so hungry. He's going to just feast. He's so hungry. I would not be surprised. First round finish. I, I can't wait for that. I, I can't wait for that. Um, ah, that card sucks, though. I, it the, does. The press, I can't wait for that press conference, though, because <laughs> I don't know. You. They might show each other respect because Nate might like act right because he knows he's about to get worked. Um, but if they start acting stupid, Shamayev is going to be like, you pretend gangster. Like he. I don't think. Oh, uh, dude, this sense. came out this week, too. Huh. Nick Diaz, you know the whole reason why he took that Robbie Lawler fight? Yeah, he was in debt. Yeah, $75,000 worth of debt. You may have sent that to me. I did. Yeah. $75,000 worth of debt. So he wanted no part of that. Yeah. But what if Nick that. rolls up to the press conference and just like trashes on Hobzot <laughs> and walks out? <laughs> oh, it'll be a bloodbath. It'll be great. You see Nick was like, I shouldn't fight Robbie Lawler. Lawler. I should fight Kamaru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, at that point, he was promoting the fight. Like, if you look at him and how he's saying it, it's he, there's yeah, no conviction it. behind it. He's just, no. he's doing, he's like, all right, I'll play the act. What do you want me to say? Of, he's like, why am I doing this? Why am I fighting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't want to be out there. $75,000 in debt, bro. He probably got paid a lot. He that. probably did. That was 273. Yeah. But he, that was a fun fight. But he, he he's completely over, though. Yeah. So. All right, you want to wrap this up, Taylor? Yeah, so here's to hoping that this fight card is fun. We do have some names on there that you may recognize in Odie Osborne. He always puts on entertaining (laughs) fights. He ain't that good, though. He's not, but he puts on entertaining fights. Same way with Bruno Silva against uh, Gerald Merchart. That's going to be a good one. Bruno's fun. And then watch out for David Onama out of Uganda against Nate Landwehr. That one's going to be so, I don't know. The card sucks. Yeah, the big pulls for Cheeto Vera and Dominic Cruz, but yeah, we could be pleasantly surprised on it, yeah. like we were last week. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Last Santos and Hill was a stacked card, though. Yeah, I, I do think with Brian Battle as the like third to low, last fight, yeah, very low. Mm. And then it was Alvy getting knocked out, McKinney. We all knew Alvy was getting knocked out. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> it's, you know? Yeah, it is it's, fun. It's that's fun why you show up. a guy get slept. Yeah, you do. It's, that's why you show up. Yeah. And then the, I don't know, tough, like the uh, ultimate fire winners is always fun. Yeah. I don't it think is. they will amount to anything, though. No. I think we'll see like one or two more good fights out of Usman. Hopefully they feed him someone good, and then they just kind of – I don't want to. That's the thing because he's got such a feel good story. I don't want to see him go through the long process of getting beat. Yeah. 
because that's just that hurts. And then because it's Kamaru's little brother, younger brother, I should say, because that dude's freaking yoked. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the big lore brother. Yeah, I, I have a feeling some some steroids were involved in that. Yeah. He's massive. Oh, <laughs> Maru got woke up at 5 a.m. this morning for a random drug test by the USDA. Oh, really? Yeah, by the drug, the US, USADA. Yeah. Yeah. US USADA. <laughs> yeah. Got woke up at 5 a.m. and he is pissed. Really? He is livid. Really? Yeah. You sign up for that, though. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah but it was the 5 a.m. wake up. He agreed the, to it, though. Did he pop? Because you have to, don't you have to sign a contract to be in USADA's pool? Like, they do that. Well, you have to agree to random drug testing, mm-hmm. but he was more so mad about the time of it and the timing of it. If you it wanna, was 5 a.m.? Yeah, if you want to drug pissed. test me, drug test me. I would be pissed. Just yeah. don't come it's, it's, not on my door at 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. Do you pee. like being woken up? Do you no, like being woken no, up? No, but I also... Yeah. I also like, I would not tweet about it. I, make, I like making hundreds of thousands of dollars for punching people in the face, and sometimes you have to do things you don't like to make that kind of money. So, I'm sorry, I, I've I've woken up at five AM for much less money. Yeah. Um so the fact that he has to wake up one day at five AM and have <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, but you knew you were waking up at five uh you may be a special case. Most people know when they have to wake up at five AM to make money. I forgot All, I was talking to a uh, veteran here. What I'm saying is I'm not I'm not here I'm not here to hear him bitch about having to wake up at five AM. <laughs> That's not big news. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny, and like <laughs> it's it is funny. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Watching Usman actually get riled up because he's usually cooler than a cucumber yeah, in all circumstances. Yeah, he gets riled. He gets up. petty. I heard him on Rogan one time talking, and he was very petty about things. He was like, "Why are they giving Jorge Masvidal some belt?" He's like, "That's a fake belt." And he like kept like saying it. he kept trying to say like little catchphrases that didn't they didn't work because he's not <laughs> clever like that. So my buddy at work, um, he named his daughter. So initials BMF based off the BMF belt. No, that's yeah. a mistake. His daughter's that's so mean. Not not because of Masvidal or Nate, like not because of that at all. Yeah, but just the fact that they had a BMF belt out there. That's, I don't know if that's a true reason, but that's the reason he goes with, it, and I think that's kind of dope. <laughs> that, that is pretty funny. <laughs> So, all right. Well, Man. I think that's going to wrap us yeah. up uh, for everybody still listening. We appreciate it. Uh, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and uh, check out our website. And we have a satellite up in the air. Yeah. To the way. Straight up. It's just the Instagram page. We're on Mars. Panhandle. Yeah, we're on Mars. Uh, Panhandle Fight Talk. No.com this week. <laughs> <laughs> Panhandlefighttalk.com, baby. Go check out the website. It's not up. Um, but yeah, go, go follow the Instagram page. Um, send us a shout out. We love hearing from our listener. <laughs> Dude, it's plural, dog. No, it is plural. You're right. It is plural. We have uh, tens of elevens of listeners. Let's see here. Let's ones let's see. Tens, huh? Ones of tens. How many unique listeners do we have? Dozens of elevens. But yeah, it's a lot of. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's been fun doing this. We're continuing to get better at it. And um, we got another download while we were talking, dude. Like, let's go. Outstanding. Yeah. So, we have ten unique listeners within the last seven days. Heck yeah, man! So that's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So uh, thank you for everybody listening, uh, and for everybody here. I am Paul Torres, Clay Hoggett, and I'm Tyler Edmondson, and we are out of here. <laughs>